We're always interested to hear about new research and new advances that can help people with visual impairments either see better or indeed restore their sight. Now, for some time, we've been following the progress of the Argus II retinal prosthesis. We've looked at the research behind it, and we've looked at the clinical trials, and indeed spoken with the surgical teams and some of the patients in the UK who received the Argus II. The organisation behind that particular product are continuing to look to the future with a new cortical implant. Still at the very early stages, but we thought we would uh, speak with the organisation itself, Second Sight. Well, we thought we would catch up with Second Sight and their chairman, Robert Greenberg, who joins us now from Los Angeles. Robert, thank you for speaking with us. You're quite welcome. Thanks for having me. Tell us, first of all, then, a little bit about the organisation itself. Yeah, so Second Sight was started really about 16 years ago with the mission of really eliminating blindness was the goal of the organization. And the approach was to eliminate blindness through the creation of a implantable prosthesis, very similar to the way cochlear implants have virtually eliminated deafness as a malady. Eliminating blindness or giving people their sight back, that is a huge goal. It is, and it's certainly a big and ongoing challenge. And the, really the approach was to develop first a retinal implant and then ultimately a cortical implant and to work on improving the quality of the vision. So these systems are upgradable. So just like your iPhone can get new software and improve the performance, uh, it's the same approach that we've taken to these systems as well. Now, we've spoken about the Argus 2, which is the retinal implant, so the chip which goes into the eye itself, which gives it a kind of vision from what we've we've heard when speaking to people who've had this implant. But even that kind of vision uh, being restored can make a huge difference to someone's life. Oh, that's right. I mean, I think the thing that folks with normal vision, I think, underappreciate is how much of a difference if you're completely blind, even getting some vision back can make in one's daily life. And so that was our goal, really, is to get this initial product out there that today has been implanted in over 200 patients and to then use that as a base to work on improving the quality of the vision for those patients through software upgrades, but then also now expanding the device, moving a similar device deeper in the the nervous system towards the visual part of the brain, which will allow us to treat more forms of blindness, not just retinal blindness that we're currently treating with the Argus. So where the Argus is an implant in the eye, this new cortical implant, you're looking to completely bypass that area? That's right. So there are many forms of blindness where the optic nerve is damaged, the cable going from the eye to the brain is damaged. So those folks with trauma or glaucoma or diabetes that have lost their vision due to those causes can't benefit from a retinal implant. And so the idea behind this new implant we call the Orion is to bypass the optic nerve and go directly to the visual part of the brain. What stage then is that particular implant at the moment? Because that sounds even leaps and bounds beyond what the Argus 2 is doing at the moment. It is the next evolution for sure. We've completed all of our preclinical studies. We're in the process of writing those up and getting ready to actually start apply to the FDA and, and begin human trials. We've actually, we have implanted one patient within a simpler system 
with just a few electrodes and without a video camera just to test the concept, and that's going quite well. So we've actually started initial human trials, but not with not with the Orion system just yet. Okay, so in terms of Orion then, in sort of layman's terms, what is the procedure and what's the kind of hardware and software that, that's behind it? Yeah, so it works quite similar to the Argus 2. So just like the Argus 2, which patients wear a pair of glasses with a video camera, the information from that video camera is wirelessly sent to an implant in the eye. The Orion works exactly the same way. In fact, it's, it's essentially the same pair of glasses where the system then sends a signal wirelessly to an implant that sits in the skull and, and just really on the surface of the brain. So it's relatively non-invasive and and we expect the surgery to be quite similar to the Argus surgery in terms of how long the surgery will take and how long the recovery will be. I know when we first looked and heard about the Argus 2, and before it even reached clinical trials, you know, it was like science fiction becoming science fact, but this really is taking it to another level where you're talking about, you know, implants underneath the skull. Yeah, I think that's right. We, uh, you know, certainly this was the, the always the direction that we intended on taking this because we knew we could help more patients with this new approach. But you're right. I mean, this is some research that I started when I was back at Johns Hopkins 25 years ago. And it certainly back then it seemed like science fiction. And it was certainly inspired by a lot of the, the science fiction that I watched as a child. Six Million Dollar Man was a popular show in the U.S. that had a bionic eye. And so the thought that that was possible really piqued my interest as a young child growing up. Just to reiterate, very, very early stages here, but in terms of vision, what has the Orion delivered so far? Yeah, so the tests that we've done so far with this simpler system, just a handful of electrodes, it has been comparable to what we've seen with the Argus 2. So with the Argus 2, we're able to take folks that are completely blind and give them back some mobility and the ability to even read large letters and really orient and identify objects and seeing the outlines of loved ones and being able to interact with other people. And so it's a little bit early to tell since we haven't yet hooked the device up to the camera. We'll be beginning human trials for the Orion in 2017 so we should have those answers quite soon. Do you envisage then being able to project actual images then to Orion as opposed to say almost like a join the dots kind of image? Yeah, it's a good question is what's the ultimate resolution? I mean, we're working on software that we believe will improve the resolution of the Argus 2 as well. It's probably too early to know for sure whether that software will apply to the Orion but and how good the quality of images will be. I think based on, we've only tested one patient so far, but based on these initial results and some work that other people have done, I think you know, we'll at least be able to have the connect the dots kind of pixelized resolution that we get with the Argus 2 so far. And if some of our software algorithms that we're working on produce what we think they'll produce, the resolution can be quite good. I think you know, probably the best analogy is cochlear implants, where initially the cochlear implants were quite crude. People used them as a lip reading aid or to hear a siren or just for emergency use. And over time, as the software improved, today people can talk on the telephone with the cochlear implant. People can appreciate the finer points of music. And so my guess is that this will take the same path based on the research that we're doing currently. It must be quite an exciting time at the moment, Robert, with technology, whether it's the hardware or the software, because it's almost evolving on a weekly or monthly basis. Absolutely. And I think, you know, looking back 25 years ago, it really wasn't possible. I mean, I think we were kind of projecting forward that it would be possible to implement something like this, but the technology just simply wasn't available back then. And 
And some of it we did have to develop on our own, but certainly the advances in cell phone camera technology have been fantastic. And the camera that we have built into the glasses has really benefited from that. And the processors that are available on our, all of our cell phones now you know, used to take up a, a room worth of computers to do. So we've been able to take advantage of all of that. Robert, we'll, we'll continue to follow the progress of the Argus 2 and indeed uh, Orion here at, uh, at RNIB Connect Radio. But if people would like to find out more information, is there a way they can do that? Yeah, probably the best place to get the latest info is at our website, which is secondsite.com. If folks are uh, interested in either the uh, the Argus therapy or the Orion information on how to contact us is on that website. Robert, thanks so much for updating us. And uh, again, best of luck with Argus and Orion. And thank you for speaking with us on RNIB Connect Radio. My pleasure. Thanks for having us.